You're listening to the Department of Defense This Week, a weekly podcast with some of the top stories from around the DOD. Thursday afternoon, Defense Secretary Leon Panetta and General Martin Dempsey, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, briefed the Pentagon Press Corps on recent news, primarily the federal budget and how it affects the military. Secretary Panetta said the DOD budget proposal given to Congress provides precisely what the Joint Force will need going into the future. He said it may impact projects in a member's district, and Congress will have to weigh national security strategy and federal fiscal issues with so-called pet projects. The Department of Defense and I believe the administration are not going to support additional funds that come at the expense of other critical national security priorities. And if members try to restore their favorite programs without regard to an overall strategy, the cuts will have to come from areas that could impact overall readiness. General Dempsey echoed that sentiment. He said the defense budget proposal will be painful to enact, but the end product will be worth the investment. We came together to prepare and submit a budget that we firmly believe is a responsible investment in America's security. Now we stand ready and willing to work with Congress to make sure our armed forces have what they need and no more than what we need to keep America immune from coercion. During the briefing, the secretary also announced that General Mark Welsh III, commander of U.S. Air Force Europe, has been nominated by President Barack Obama to succeed General Norton Schwartz as the Air Force's chief of staff following General Schwartz's retirement this summer. I know Mark well. I know about his courage in combat, his acumen in acquisition, and his passion for developing future leaders. Mark is ready to join the ranks of renowned airmen like Carl Spatz, Curtis LeMay, David Jones, and also his immediate predecessor, Norty Schwartz. For more from the briefing, visit defense.gov. To watch the briefing in its entirety, visit pentagonchannel.mil. Secretary Panetta met on Monday with his Chinese counterpart to help improve the military-to-military relationship between the U.S. and China. In his talks with Chinese Defense Minister General Lang Gongli, the secretary expressed his commitment to a stable, healthy, reliable relationship between the two world powers. The United States and China are both Pacific powers, and our relationship is one of the most critical in the world. We share many interests across the Asia-Pacific region and beyond, from humanitarian assistance to concerns about weapons of mass destruction, to terrorism, to drug interdictions, to trade, to counter piracy. The secretary thanked the Chinese minister for his country's work on anti-piracy missions in the Gulf of Aden over the past three years. The two countries have worked together on other missions, including humanitarian efforts. On humanitarian assistance and disaster relief, I conveyed to the general my appreciation for China co-chairing a group dedicated to these efforts on behalf of the ASEAN Defense Ministers Meeting Plus. On regional security challenges, we talked about uh, North Korea uh, and uh, other areas, uh, areas of mutual interest that require our continued cooperation and dialogue. The secretary said that the two countries must continue to have a close relationship with the understanding that the two countries won't see eye to eye on some issues. But we believe our military to military (coughs) dialogue is critical to ensuring 
that we avoid dangerous misunderstandings and misperceptions that could lead to crisis. For more on the defense minister's visit to the Pentagon, visit defense.gov. Also Monday, the Atlantic Council honored enlisted service members with the Distinguished Military Service Award. Marine Corps Sergeant Major Brian Battaglia, the senior enlisted advisor to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, accepted the award on behalf of all enlisted troops. We are no longer just simply a defender of society, but rather a vigorous group which helps sustain the commitment of Americans to everything we value, honor, equal opportunity, resiliency, leadership, and integrity, to mention a few. Great Britain's Prince Harry also received an award at the ceremony for his work in support of wounded warriors. For more, visit defense.gov or pentagonchannel.mil. On Wednesday, Secretary Panetta and General Dempsey spoke at the Forum on the Law of the Sea Convention in Washington, D.C. The United Nations Law of the Sea Treaty has been signed by 160 nations worldwide, but has generated some controversy in the U.S. The Secretary and Chairman both said that ratifying the treaty will give the U.S. an opportunity to show global leadership. Secretary Panetta. Time has come for the United States to fully assert its role as a global leader and to accede to this important treaty. It is the bedrock legal instrument underpinning public order across the maritime domain. General Dempsey pointed out that the U.S., by not ratifying, is in a global and regional minority. First, the convention offers an opportunity to exercise global security leadership. Over 160 nations are party to it, including every Arctic nation and permanent UN Security Council member. Even so, the world looks to us for leadership. We have the world's largest and most capable Navy, the world's largest economy, and the largest exclusive economic zone. We, we will become the leader within the convention as soon as we enter it. And that's never been more important. The Law of the Sea Treaty establishes legal guidelines and rules for international use and management of marine resources, including trade routes, military navigation, natural resources, and more. For more information on the treaty and for the Secretary and Chairman's remarks, visit defense.gov. Friday, May 11th, is Military Spouse Appreciation Day this year. Here's a special message from General Martin Dempsey and his wife, Deanie. This month, we have the opportunity to recognize one of the pillars of strength of our nation, our military spouses. As a nation, we devote May 11th to all military spouses. You inspire us and remind us why we serve. We have been personally touched by your service and sacrifice and the way you take care of each other. Keep talking, keep connecting, and keep supporting one another. You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.